Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about the eight biggest and most beneficial benefits that you have as a federal employee. And today I'm not going to dive really in, into deep into any of them. However, I'm going to give enough, you enough information about each one so that you can figure out, okay, which ones am I getting the most out of? Which ones do I need to learn more about to maximize so that you can really get the most out of everything you got going on as a federal employee. Now, we can break these benefits into four or two different categories, four in one, four in the other. One, four are have to do with retirement benefits and retirement income, and the other four have to do with financial protection, of protecting you to different risks, okay? So let's dive right. Let's start with the retirement income side. Number one is your FERS retirement pension. Basically, that's that monthly check you're going to get at retirement, assuming you work a full career, okay? You're going to get that every single month for the rest of your life in retirement. Now, what makes this benefit so good is it's rare and it's just very expensive to provide. The reason it's rare is other companies are really like, oh man, for us to provide this for our employees, it takes a lot of money and most employers just aren't willing to do it. But the federal government still is, which is great. And it is worth a lot to have a baseline and foundation to your retirement income for the rest of your life. That is so, so valuable. Now, if you don't know what that's going to be, you're going to want to. OK, so I've got other videos and articles on how to calculate your pension. You can also go request an estimate from your HR and they can help you figure out what that is going to be. That's going to be a foundational part of your retirement income. Now, the next benefit that has to do with retirement income is what they call the FERS supplements. Now, this again is just for FERS, the CSRS folks, if there's any of you left watching this, um, it does not apply to you. It is just for FERS federal employees. And unfortunately, not all FERS are going to get this benefit. Only those that retire before 62 and retire with a full-blown retirement are going to get this benefit. If you retire after 62, you're not going to get it. Okay. Now I've got videos on what this is, but long story short, it's meant to be a bridge for those that retire relatively early before 62, it's meant to be a bridge by between when they retire and when they're able to start Social Security because Social Security can't start until at least 62. And so it helps bridge that income gap for those that retire relatively early. OK, I've got videos on figure, to figure out how much that is probably going to be for you. But that is a quick summary of what that is. Now, benefit number two that has to do with retirement income is your thrift savings plan. The Thrift Savings Plan is high quality. It's got some great fund options that are low fee, high quality, solid things. And it's got the 5% match that you're able to take advantage of every single year, which is great, great, great. And really, the TSB is so critical because this is the one benefit that you have the most control over. You control how much you invest, how much you put aside. You control how you invest that money and, and how you change those investments over time. So this is often the difference maker between a fantastic retirement, a very comfortable retirement, and an okay retirement is what you do with your thrift. I got videos on that as well to figure out how you need to be investing and probably how much you should be saving as well. Okay. Now, benefit number four that has to do with retirement income is social security. Now, you may be asking, hey, doesn't every American get social security? And the answer is no. Some don't pay into the social security system, like the CSRS folks back in the day. They did not, right? They did not pay into the social security system, and so they didn't get benefits. That is a part of your benefit packages. You do pay into social security 
uh, the social security system and your agency pays their portion as well. Okay. And long story short, the summary of what this is all about is between 62 and 70 is the window that you can start benefits. If you started early, you get less. If you started later, you get more. And depending on your situation, your marital status, and those sort of things will de- determine when you want to take it. And of course, when you retire will make a big, big difference as well. Okay. So those are the four main income sources that you're going to get as being part of a federal, the federal workforce is of course your pension, the first supplement, maybe if you're eligible, the TSP and social security. And that's going to be a great foundation to your retirement income. For most folks, that is a great place to be able to retire and have the lifestyle they want in retirement, okay? Now, let's jump to the four benefits at our financial protection, or aka insurance. And you may say, well, I, insurance isn't that important. And the answer, And the answer is yes. Insurance is a critical benefit so that first... You can grow your money with things like the TSP, but also you can protect your situation, protect your family if anything happens. Number one, the first type of insurance we'll talk about is your health insurance, your FEHB. This is one of your best benefits by a long shot because the government normally pays about 70% of the premium. So if you're if you're paying, let's say, $200 a pay period, then they're probably paying $500 a pay period-ish on your behalf and they're going to continue as long as you're eligible to take it into retirement they're going to continue paying their portion into retirement and often many federal employees can retire before 65 right and most people in the private sector don't retire before 65 because 65 is the earliest they can get medicare which is health insurance many private sector employers don't offer their employees an option to take health insurance into retirement so it's super super valuable that you can both Take health insurance into retirement, potentially retire before 65, before when most people actually can afford to retire, and the government is going to continue to pay their portion in retirement. Now, the the few key things you need to know about this is, number one, to keep it into retirement, you've got to be eligible to retire with a full-blown retirement. Number two, you've got to be covered under FEHB for the five years before you retire. Okay, You could change plans in those years. That's fine as long as you're under a FEHB plan for the five years before retirement. Okay, next type of financial protection that they offer is FEGLI, Federal Employee Group Life Insurance. It's life insurance, okay? And this program is a beast. There's a lot of pieces to it. There's actually four different types of insurance you can have. There's FEGLI Basic, FEGLI A, B, and C. And they're all a little different on how they work and how the pricing works. Long story short, when you're young, the pricing is actually pretty good. As you age though, these these policies, especially Part B, can get very, very expensive. So as a general rule, if you're in good health, you may want to go look around and, and see if you can find better pricing. But for those that aren't in good health and can't get other pricing, it can be a lifesaver to have the insurance you need. Because generally, as long as you get in at certain times, like right when you are hired on and things like that, then you don't have to have a medical exam at all, which is one of the best benefits of FEGLI, okay? Next benefit is what they call FEDVIP, or Dental and Vision Insurance. Now, this insurance, generally speaking, doesn't have a huge price difference compared to what you can find just on the pri- in the private sector, in the private market for dental and vision, but it's convenient where you can just get it through your job, you can pay it right through your paychecks, which is a great benefit. So um, again, not the not the best benefit you have, but still valuable. It's something that you can just add in and get it straight through your job, okay? Now, last but kind of least is long-term care insurance. The government has basically a program where you can get long-term care insurance, but 
If you're not in the program already as of now, they have suspended the program for new people to get in. And in December 2022, they said, hey, it's going to be 24 months before anyone else is going to be able to get in. And I am doubtful if it's ever going to open up, to be honest. So this benefit may be going away. I don't know exactly. But if you're in the program, odds are they're going to, of course, um, keep it for you. That's certainly the assumption. But long story short, long-term care insurance has proven to be very, very expensive Um, compared to what they thought it would be to run the program. And so they've had to increase the prices significantly in the premiums and the government isn't super happy about it. And so they're, they're trying to make some changes. So we'll see what happens there. But overall, those are the big eight benefits that you have, four of which are retirement income based. The other four are financial protection based. And I guess the last one, the long-term care is maybe on the phase out. We'll see. It may come back. It may not. Um, so long story short, if you're looking for long-term care, I would go look in the private market to see if there's anything that makes sense for you. But I've got other videos on long-term care to see if you actually need that sort of thing. So hopefully that gives you some context so you can then look into the other benefits that maybe you're not getting the most out of, maybe you don't understand, and you can dive into those topics a little deeper based on what you know least about. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.